This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode number 15. I'm recording this episode from Lithia Springs Resort, which is a beautiful escape in Southern Oregon, just outside of Ashland. My family and I decided to drive down here for a few days to, you know, get out of Dodge. We needed a break. If you get my emails, you know I share a few laughs here and there about my family life. My husband, Stephen, and the conversations we have tend to leak into my own storytelling. And my son, Ruben, who is two and won't stop asking why, I've talked about him as well. I did mention here in an earlier episode that Stephen's been very creative amidst this crisis, responding quickly to changes and finding ways to operate his restaurant in partial capacity during the lockdown, and then with a number of safety protocols when Ben businesses were able to reopen in the last month or so. But in the last week, there's been this new mandate in Oregon that people are required to wear masks in public. We hope that this measure will prevent another shutdown, but it's definitely a challenging time for business owners and really anyone in hospitality. I guess time will tell what the future holds. So part of the reason we got out of Bend for this long weekend was to have a chance to experience social distancing for ourselves, not in the businesses we run, but as guests. We wanted to have a lodging experience and dining experiences far enough away from home to see what the world is like outside of our bubble. I really wanted to have a guest experience and hopefully a good one so I could speak to it on a personal level and have a little more insight when it comes to how to market hotels and attract guests this summer. While many things feel completely unknown, like for me, on a personal level, when I'll be able to see my family in New York again. But, you know, there are some things we do know, and it's possible to continue marketing right now and to help attract guests to our property to come and stay this summer and beyond. Some people don't need much convincing at all. We know that half of people have delayed travel. I think the other 50% all arrived in Bend in the last two weeks. I'm kidding, but there is a ton of pent-up demand and people are finding ways to adapt and to travel again, starting with road trips. If there's one thing that brings us together, it's storytelling. And if there's one other thing that brings us together, it's definitely wine. That's why I've partnered with Elk Cove Vineyards to share a perk with my listeners. Visit howtosharepodcast.com wine to get a $10 gift with your wine order. Let's say you're just getting your bearings and are able to reopen. Or maybe you've stayed open all this time for frontline workers and stranded travelers, and you're ready to welcome transient business back again. 
First of all, you want to share that information across all of your digital channels. Don't be afraid to share that things are different now. Travelers want to see you responding to what's happening to not just ensure their safety, but to know that your hotel has a pulse on what's going on. So share the safety measures you're taking, not only on your website and in social media, but also on your guest stay emails. And share what's happening in your town too. If tasting rooms are open to reservations, make that known. If trails are open, say so. If restaurants aren't open just yet, aren't able to have indoor seating, find a way to provide a grab-and-go picnic or let people know where they can grab food or get food delivered. Eve Dreer joined me on the last episode to talk through the traveler's mindset and how it's changed. Eve talked about flexibility, empathy, comfort, and inclusivity. So bringing this back to my own personal experience today, with so much in flux, our stay dates changed, go figure. And so when I called the hotel to shift our stay, they were extremely accommodating and flexible. This felt so different from past experiences when travel plans change and there's no room or they've got to switch your room halfway through or there's extra fees. In this case, they were excited to have us. They were willing to accommodate us and really nothing changed except for, you know, a two minute phone call to let them know about the change of dates. Also, the reservation confirmation and pre-arrival messaging we received included safety information and a dedicated landing page called Wellbeing Practices, which outlined the resort's protocols right now. All of this helped me feel really secure about our plans to travel, about staying safely, and having a trip that actually would feel stress-free knowing that protocols are in place at the hotel level. So second, when it comes to choosing where to stay, if your property has features like rooms that open to the outdoors versus the big box style hotels with elevators and long hallways, you want to make that known. Features like this, which you may not have seen as differentiators pre-COVID, are now really sought after. So you might take a look at your rooms page on your website, or you might take a look at your photo assets and see if you can really show off the fact that rooms open to the outdoors if that's the case. Same thing if you have vacation rentals or cabin style accommodations. People are really leaning that way. So here at Lithia Springs Resort, most if not all of the accommodations have separate entrances that open to the outdoors. This was a great selling point to us. So make it known if your property makes it easy to social distance because prospective guests are paying attention. Now, Lithia Springs is spread out on this great little campus of winding paths, gardens, and lawns. Guests are free to wander around in the open air, smell fresh flowers, including roses that I'm telling you are the size of my head, and to practice social distancing with very little effort. If your property is similar, make it really clear by sharing these experiences on social media. Share what guests are posting, do a tour of these spaces on Instagram stories, and adjust your content to speak to the ways in which guests can still enjoy a vacation in this season that we're in right now. Since I'd stayed here a few years ago, I was curious to see what might have changed in terms of the guest experience. The saltwater mineral pool is still sparkling and feels amazing as always. Guests are being really cautious and essentially taking turns. 
There was this amazing breakfast spread in the mornings when I was here a few years ago. And for now, the property removed that spread and instead has a server taking individual orders, which makes a lot of sense. There's also more room and encouragement to dine outside, which is this really nice open air garden setting. I really like the changes that have been made here to make guests more comfortable while still providing the same, if not better, guest experience. We really don't feel the limitations here. We feel very comfortable, very welcome. We feel safe, and we feel good doing our part to keep the other guests and staff safe as well. Elk Cove Vineyards is one of the original wine growers in Oregon and home to my favorite rosé. A year ago, my sister and I visited the vineyard. She sent a case to Manhattan with a plan to open one bottle per month till she came back. But a year later, instead of visiting Oregon, she was fighting COVID-19 as a doctor. She'd call me after the longest days of her life. And one night she said, I opened my last bottle of Pinot Blanc from Elk Cove. It's the only thing I wanted after today. If you've ever needed wine to save your day, be like Abby and grab some from Elk Cove. Visit howtosharepodcast.com slash wine to receive a $10 gift with purchase. So my third tip when it comes to attracting guests again is to think about marketing channels and your offers. Think about where you're sharing your property. And I know a lot of OTAs are out there offering great deals to, you know, offer sale packages because everybody wants the business and not everybody has a marketing budget right now. But I want to suggest that you consider limiting your reliance on OTAs. Your past guest database list is a great place to focus your marketing efforts right now. Creating a database email is well worth your time to bring your loyal guests back to your property this summer. If you rely on the online travel agencies, the OTAs, you know what you're going to get, right? They're going to be delivering guests who are seeking deals. And with limited communications with those guests before arrival, it's going to be really hard to share the latest safety protocols. This is a problem. Also, OTA reservations are more limited when it comes to flexibility and cancellation policies because it's a third-party booking engine, right? And for guests, it's really hard to separate that bad booking experience as the OTA's fault, not the hotel's fault. I recommend relying on your email database so that you control the messaging and the guest experience all the way through. If a guest needs to make a change, it's best that they make it through you directly. But if you're needing to lean on the OTAs right now, check to see if in their back-end system, you can send a pre-arrival message through their portal. If you're able, Add a message about safety protocols so that these guests know what to expect when they arrive. If they need to bring and wear masks in public places. If the room won't be cleaned each morning, make that clear so there are no surprises upon arrival. One of my dear friends who happens to be a revenue management pro is going to join me on an upcoming episode to talk more about OTAs and revenue strategy in the current climate. So stay tuned for that. So to recap, I think the most important thing to remember is that things have changed and you know it, the guests know it, and it's really important to continue strong communications. Make it clear what you're doing on property. Make it clear what guests can expect. Make it easy for guests to book a room, 
to change their reservation and to show up and feel really comfortable, to feel like what you've marketed is truly what they're getting. Now, this episode is a shorty because honestly, I'm on a socially distanced vacation right now and it's going way better than I expected. I think we're going to go visit a vineyard for an outdoor tasting. We're going to splash around more in the saltwater pool that we cannot get enough of. My last bit of advice to you is on a personal level, that you too should take some time and get out. Drive a couple of hours and have a staycation to have this experience for yourself. It really is helpful to get out and experience it. It helps our messaging. It helps our own levels of empathy. Read other hotel statements, their messaging, and see what they're doing. You'll not only come home refreshed, but full of ideas, and hopefully a bit more optimistic about the future of travel and hospitality. Well, I am signing off from beautiful, quiet, peaceful Ashland, Oregon. So go grab the show notes at howtosharepodcast.com slash 15 and check back next week for another episode. Until then, keep sharing your stories. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. How to share.